If you want to learn how you can make over $30,000 a month teaching online preschool, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Valerie David was making over $9,000 a month when we last spoke. Now she's making over $30,000 a month teaching online preschool, and she's giving us the big secrets on how to make that happen. Listen in to discover her secrets to creating a successful online preschool. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm excited today to be rejoined by Valerie David. How are you today, Valerie? Good. How are you? I'm great. I was just looking back and I think the last time we spoke was about nine months ago or so and you were already rocking and rolling at that point. So <laughs> right. I'm excited to get even more details about how much more you've been rocking and rolling. Real quick, just give a quick uh, recap of where you were nine months ago because before we got the story of how you got there, just give us a quick recap of where you were. Um, nine months ago, I just had the uh, regular home preschool started off my, um, online preschool mm -hmm. and we had not as many students as I have now. <laughs> mm -hmm. We started off, um, with 96, we had the zero in the spring, um, until three weeks later, we got more, okay. uh, our summer program, uh, we got quite a few more and a total. Now we have 357 students online. <laughs> 357 students online. I think you probably have, out of all the all-stars, all you have the, the biggest online school right now, right? I think. I mean, I, think, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've seen anyone else that has more than 350 students. And I do want to get into, because I know we don't really talk about, uh, about money on this podcast, although a lot of you know, the reason we start this is so we could stay home and, and support our family. And I think I'm pretty sure it was you when someone was asking, how much do people make on the All-Stars group? And I saw I saw you commented and I was like, oh, man, I got we got to put this out there on the podcast because it's so crazy. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. OK, okay so you had 96 students and now you have 350 and you do all recorded classes, right? Yes, um, I just still do the two uh, live. Uh, okay. twice a week, Wednesday evenings and Saturday mornings, uh, but not all everybody utilizes those. I only have 38 students of those okay. 350 oh, that wow. actually use that. So, yeah, and I have 10 students each time. time. So, wow. okay. Um, how did you go from, what did you do to go from 96 students to 350? I offered my parents a $5 off incentive for every sign up that they gave me um, each month. So you only get it that one time. So each month, if you want five dollars off your new tuition, one. you, you got to come up with more people. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I like that. I like that. So it was Have all. Had... It was all just uh, word of mouth for me. Uh, 
I did let the parents do the marketing for me. Yeah, that is such <laughs> a great idea. Wow. So do you have some parents who are like signing up like 10 kids a month? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And isn't yours nature based? Like, don't you yeah, do it outside? All my classes are still outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So have you gotten to go to like, have you like ventured further? I feel like I remember you talking about how you had a goal to go all around the, the States, right? Yeah. Um, I decided we're just going to do that as a summer program. Okay. Um, and so basically we're just going to keep the outdoor in my yard because we have an acre and a half. So we'll just do it that way. Um, instead of me having to travel to every nature park, like I was doing, because I was taking a little bit more time, a little bit Mm -hmm. more driving and stuff. So I figured the adventure one will have like summer adventures where I can focus more about traveling somewhere. Yeah. Which I, I love that idea so much. (laughs) Um, okay. And you have an in-person, a local preschool as well, right? Yes. Okay. And so how are you juggling all that? I mean, you got so many students and you got the local (laughs) and the online. Tell me what that's like. Well, I have my daughter and my aunt that works with me uh, for the local. And then I have all my friends and family are very supportive of me for the online. So we have different, I have different jobs for different people. Like we have a story time with Papa with and we have uh, exercise with my mom. And I just kind of, whoever has a specialty in something, I let them do that little portion. And then I have somebody that actually edits my videos for me because I have no clue how to do it. Mm, I never uh. took the time to actually try to learn. I was yeah. like, oh, you can do that. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, I'll pay you to do that. <laughs> yeah, delegate, delegate. So, the only thing I have to worry about doing is recording my classes. Sometimes I record the classes with the kids because now instead of having two separate uh, themes like I did before for the online and the local, we're learning the same thing together. Perfect. So a lot of my classes I do teach outside for the local anyways. Mm-hmm. So I just set up the video camera and make sure that none of the kids' faces are um in the video, but I did, the parents did give me permission to share with only my clients. So if a kid, you know, you can't stop a kid's going to run in front of the camera sometimes if they get excited. And so sometimes I record them with the kids. So they're singing and you kind of interactive. So even though I'm recording the uh, the kids that are watching the videos can actually be, Oh, I hear kids singing. Oh, I Mm -hmm. like this. So not all the videos are like that um, because it could be storming outside. We can't record outside with the video camera. Um, otherwise I just do them on Saturdays, bring a change of shirt, a t-shirt or whatever, just change the colors, put the hair up in a ponytail or whatever, <laughs> just wow. make it look a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's even, even less work for you. If you have some of your classes recorded during your already teaching time, oh man, you are, you are super efficient, <laughs> Valerie. I love it. Okay. So now I do want to answer this question. How much money are you bringing in from your classes, from your online classes every month? Uh, 30,000 plus right now. Are you hearing this all stars? 30,000 plus a month from pre-recorded classes. Ah, that's amazing. That is so amazing. And what have you, what would you say? I mean, I guess because they're pre-recorded, it's not so big of a difference from 97 to 350 for you because you have it all automated, right? Is it through PayPal? Like you said it, like you set it up with joy in the beginning through PayPal or did you use a different system? Yeah, we have the PayPal, but I also use uh, the bright wheel that I actually use for my local. Yeah, I love bright wheel. I love bright mm-hmm. wheel. 
Okay. And I was wondering that because I, when I started my local, I used PayPal for my online and then I didn't get Brightwheel until I already set up the PayPal, but you set them, the families up in your Brightwheel as well. Yes. And you pay for Brightwheel. I mean, I, I did at least based on like how many students it, right. I had. So does that, do those online students, do you pay a lot more for Brightwheel because you have however many hundreds of students signed up through that or did you? Um, that? Not really uh, because they gave me uh, a lot of people pay just the once a month. So it's not, uh, I kind of cut a deal with Brightwheel. Okay. okay. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I, yeah. I started with them when they first came out. Okay. So I kind of cut a deal with them. I was like, look, these people only pay once a month. It's not weekly like the local. Right. Can I get a deal, you know, with X amount of students? And they nice, gave it to me. Nice. Yeah. Bright and then they only charge partner. you the 60 cents for the direct deposit. Right. Right. Versus yeah. using Stripe or PayPal. Uh-huh. Totally. And okay. So you, you told us how you got all those students. You didn't really do any marketing. You used your parents. And that's a great idea. I love that idea to give $5 a month for just keep bringing them in. Keep bringing them in. That's awesome. <laughs> and how much do you charge for yours? For your for, online class? For the online class, uh, the $97 a month. And if they want a uh, package with uh, extra sheets, stuff like that, um, it's another $23. Okay. So it's super affordable for them. And you mm -hmm. have so many, so you're making lots of money from it. Right. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> And your uh, local preschool is set up a little differently, right? Do you have full day? You don't. Do I have a full day, day eight, eight to four thirty. Eight to four thirty. And how many kids do you have um, at a time for that? About eight. Eight kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're licensed. Yes. Cool. So, what would you say the biggest? When did you start your online class? Last October. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a year yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> a year ago. So you've gotten 350 kids in a year. You've gone from not having a preschool at all to making $30,000 a month from your online preschool. Right. You are like, you are the <laughs> online preschool all-star. <laughs> this is like everyone's goal when we're like, maybe I could start an online preschool. And then looking at you, you're like, wow, she did it. Yep. She did it. Awesome. And she pre-records. So yeah, it's, it's totally doable. That's so awesome. What would you say is the biggest thing you've learned this year growing this awesome, amazing program? Um, since I have to put a cap on my students because I dedicate 45 minutes to an hour to uh, basically interview the parents. I asked, I, ha I have a personal relationship with every single one of my families. Mm. Um, and that does take time away from me. That's why I took everything and gave it to other people to do yeah. so I could have time to do that. But I have to cap it. Um, when I feel like I'm getting stressed out or something, I just cap it and say registration is closed. Mm. Um, but if I didn't have that, I really don't think I would have that 300 and something students just because people need that, especially now. I mean, mm -hmm. since COVID and they want that personal relationship, they want to know that person that's going to be teaching their child. They want to know somebody cares about them and their family. And I think that just what sets me apart from everybody else. That's really, I love, okay, we got some points to unpack here. So you figured out that you have to put a hold on your registration for your own mental, you know, your own mental health, because uh -huh. you need time for yourself. Right. Um, 
which is a big thing I've been talking about with some of my other interviewers, just being able to put the brakes on it and be happy with where we are while instead of overloading our plate. So I love that you were able to do that, <laughs> figured yeah. out that that's what you needed to do. And second, um, creating such a big online program isn't just you know, I've been saying, and you do pre-recorded, so you're not, you know, using up all this time, but then you're telling me that you're meeting 45 minutes, which each and every one's of your family. So you are putting in a lot of time and yeah. getting to know them personally. And how is that working? Because you have kids from all over the world, right? No, there, I, I only have ones in the U S okay. I haven't got anybody else from anywhere else yet. Okay, cool. So what, when they sign up, do they also sign up for a time to meet with you? Is that how you do it? Yeah. Okay. I go ahead and email them and ask them uh, what, what are good times uh, that they're available because I like to talk to the whole family. So I ask them questions like, what do you guys like to do as a family? I actually ask the uh, parents' birthdays and stuff. Some, some give it to me, some don't. That way in their little monthly box, I'll go ahead and put something extra for the kid to make a birthday card for the mom or dad. Oh my like goodness. That. You have it all figured out, Valerie. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, so, and that was my next question is how do you utilize that information in your program? So what other ways do you take the, that personalized information that you get from your family? I mean, you, you have them make birthday cards, so that's amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, what other ways do you incorporate that? Um, like if I'm teaching a lesson, uh, sometimes we have grandparents raising the child. I don't want to have the lesson and say, well, tell your mom and dad, you mm. know, I, I don't want to say that. I'll just, yep. say, just tell your grown up. you know, I have to kind of redo some of the lessons that I have to make sure. Um, cause if the dad's no longer there, the mom, you know, just, you have yeah, to be being inclusive of everyone's mm-hmm. family dynamic. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, totally. Especially when you have so many. I mean, yeah. it's already hard as like a classroom teacher doing that for 25 kids. But meeting with everyone, getting all those personal details and then making sure you implement all of that into your program. That's de- that's so much to think about. How do you keep right. it all straight? Uh, <laughs> I just kind of take notes and I keep them in the little file folder. Uh bins and every time I meet with them I'll just kind of write some more notes okay and you (laughs) just kind of adapting your language to make it more broad like tell your grown-up not tell your parents Mm -hmm. which is super super important to be inclusive like that because kids need to see that they're represented that their family is represented so I love that I love that that's something you do and I hadn't even I haven't, I mean, I have talked to a bunch of people who started their online preschool and no one's told me that they sat down. Well, maybe one or two when they do more like personalized tutoring, but especially mm-hmm. for some with someone with the program, your size, no one's told me that they take that time for every single family to really understand what's going on in the world. And I love that. I think that's so important. And that's probably a huge, I mean, you just said, that's one of the reasons that you have so many families, especially yeah. with such a big program. And when you're not live with them all the time. I'm sure it could, if you don't do it that way, it could start to feel really impersonal. And you're just, you know, you're just putting on this recording of some lady and paying however much money and, you know, but you doing that really makes it seem like, oh no, this is my teacher and she knows me and she knows my family and she knows where I'm coming from. And she's taking this time to put in the effort to really see me. Right. Yeah, man. Oh, I want to be you, Valerie. I want to be you. <laughs> okay, so what are the next steps? I mean, psh, you, you, where else can you go? You're just shooting up. What do you think? Um, well, I'm going to, this summer's um, program is going to be on lighthouses. And I'm going to try to visit as many lighthouses on the East Coast as I possibly can. Ooh. Um, and our sub theme will be oceans. 
Nice. So we'll learn about ocean animals, stuff like that. Um, I do have a vacation coming up for June. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe I can just do the lighthouse one next year and do something else this year. Um, but we'll see. I mean, <laughs> when do you like put out your theme? So you have a chance to change it if you need to. <laughs> do you announce uh, March, it far in advance? Right. Oh, you right put them all out birthday. in March? Yeah. Oh, so you do have to have it pretty planned in advance. Yeah. Just, if I have to travel, I have to know what I'm going to be doing. So. Right. Right. And do you like plan your travel around like, oh, I want to do this theme. Maybe we can go on vacation to a place where there's a lot of lighthouses. Is that uh-huh. how you plan your vacation? <laughs> cool. Cool. There was this book that, oh my gosh, it used to be my favorite book in the whole world when I was little called like Abby Get Your Lighthouse or something where this girl saves, saves this whole lighthouse because it was about to, I don't know. Anyways, that just made me think of it because I used to love that book and lighthouses are awesome. And that makes me think that I would like to do a lighthouse theme, although I'm very far from the ocean here in Nevada. So, Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh man. Okay. So what advice do you have for ladies who are, I mean, even if they're, you know, they have already set up their preschool, what advice do you have for them to take it further? Like you've done. Um, just that everybody's different and you got to find what makes you, you and put that into your program. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be any, everybody's different. So everything's going to be different. Yeah. So you provide whatever you are really good at, or you really love doing and provide that to your families. Be excited about it. Only try to be excited about it. Not, hello, this is you know, the letter A, you know. You gotta- right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We all have different passions. We all have different uh, skills. And we need to highlight that because clearly that's what pushes us. That's what sets us apart is highlighting our own personalities, strengths, and skills. Definitely. Okay, let's see. What else? Gosh, there's so many things I want to ask you. And they're not, they're all jumbled in my head because I'm like, oh gosh, you know so much already. You've built such this huge thing. That, that's what, why um, I went to uh I, I did my classes outside just because I love to be outside. And I wanted to, with everybody starting their online preschool and stuff, um, I always saw just the classroom behind them, just what, Mm -hmm. what was behind them. And they just moved their camera. And I was just like, you know, I said, look, my kids love to be outdoors and I have an outdoor teacher certification and stuff. I was like, let's take my classes outdoors because that's what you're good at. That's where Mm -hmm. you thrive. Because I noticed when I did record my very first video, it was inside and I watch it every now and then I just seem bored and it just doesn't seem like me who is teaching. Mm -hmm. It right. just didn't. And then when I went outside, it's like, hi, everybody. It just is so, you know, your attitude just changes because you you're doing something you love and you're out where you want to be. Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I could totally see that with I mean, with anything in life. But if you're on camera, you could you could see it right in front of you, like how different the the stark contrast between doing it the way others do it and doing it the way you do it and you love mm-hmm. to do it. So do you go back and watch your teaching videos just to, you know, I, take those notes about yourself? I, I do. Um, and I also test them out on my kids um, okay. since we're learning the same things. Um, and if I already recorded the whole week, um, if they're calling for rain, if I recorded on a Saturday or Sunday. And I record them all. I turn them on for my kids and they'll look at it like, 
oh, Miss Fowley, don't do that again. I, I don't <laughs> like that game. And so I take notes, you yeah. know, they're my little focus group. And so I know what, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. So. That's another really important point we should highlight for our all-stars who are listening, because I don't like to do that because I don't like watching myself or listening to myself. <laughs> I don't like listening to myself. Yeah, I don't, okay, yeah. The watching is okay, but the listening is like, oh, I sound like that, but I have exactly. to put that out of my head mm-hmm. and say, okay, look at the kids. Don't look at the screen, what they're watching. Right. Look at the kids and yeah. find out what they like. Yeah. And it's such a great... I mean, a lot of people don't have that when they, you know, if they're presenting in a lot of other contexts at work in big meetings or whatever, they're not recorded. They don't have that. But you can go back and all of us who have online preschools can go back and watch and kind of, you know, think critic, not critically about yourself, but about, you know, the environment that you're creating and how you're catering to these kids and you could see their reactions. And that's like so valuable if you just do it with a you know, not such a critical mindset, but a growth mindset. Right. And that's an awesome, I think that's, that's a huge thing that we should, we should talk about and push if we want to grow as, as teachers, because we have this awesome tool. We record ourselves every day, go back and look at it. And I need to take that advice. Cause I mean, I'm not doing <laughs> online class anymore, but even with the podcast, you know, like I look back on episodes and I'm like, God, goodness, I'd say the word awesome 75 million times. I need some more adjectives. I talk too fast. Like I'm doing, I go on, you know, like all I, I do things. that too. Yeah. <laughs> I talk yeah. fast and then my hands start going yes, and I'm yes. like, oh, what are you doing with your hands? <laughs> yeah. And I go off on tangents and then my point is like lost in the 10 sentences ago. And that's just kind of how I talk. I'm actually taking a voice acting class because I'm just trying to find some new things that I really enjoy. And they're teaching, you know, they're teaching how to do that. And one of the things she says is once you record, you know, we're practicing recording commercials and different things. She's like, once you do that, listen to it over and over and over and over again. And not in a critical way that you don't want to be tearing yourself down, but you want to be asking how did, did this come across? And was this inflection? Was this representing the way I was feeling? Was it talking to my audience and not, you know, like you, you, there's questions that you could ask yourself that will hone in your skills without criticizing yourself. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the best way to do it, because we don't want to. The first thing we think of when we look at our videos is, oh, my gosh, I hate the way I talk. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did this. And that's not <laughs> constructive. That's just tearing right. ourselves down, you know. But there's a lot of ways that we can look at it constructively. Like you said, like, don't watch yourself. Watch the kids. How are they reacting to what you're teaching? And that's probably the best the best tool you could have. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we got two two ways to be like Valerie in her preschool. Watch your preschool videos and look at the kids. Are they having fun? Are they engaged? Are they paying attention? And number two, stay engaged with your family. Get to know them, even if they're across the country. Okay. What's another Valerie tip, Valerie? Uh, <laughs> One more. Um, let people help you. Mm, huge, huge. Go on. Say more. <laughs> and, uh, Schedule your uh, me time first before anything else. Ooh, okay. Okay. So when do you schedule your me time? Is it at the um, beginning of the week? Is it at the end of the week? It's in the, well, I have my morning time in, in the morning. I have my morning time, my, my me <laughs> okay. time in the morning. Yeah. And I also school? have it in the evening. Okay. And I also have it midday at nap time because I have mm. assistance. So mm. I can, uh, do that too. Uh, like when I'm on the computer, I have a, uh, a foot massager. 
that I just sit on the computer and sit in the chair and I let that go for 30 minutes and kind of, so I'm getting both. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Totally. Yes. Um, I love that. Uh, just on the weekends, you know, if I want to sleep in, which usually my body doesn't let me, it's just Mm -hmm. automatically wakes up. Um, but then I'll do something for myself. I'll cook myself. If I get like a new recipe, I really want to try that's like soothing to me. I want to go ahead and cook it. And it's like, Oh, that was good. Or no, let's go get some McDonald's or something. Yeah. That wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, just taking, and then that's when I go to like the nature parks and stuff like that, just walking, um, first thing in the morning when nobody's around, I just like to be outside without any voices before anything gets crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just come home and relax or record my videos, depending on when, um, I get to do this. Yeah. When do you fit in your admin time, like with billing and with parent, parent communication for your local stuff? Um, well, I communicate with them every day through bright wheel anyways. Okay, with um, and the billing is all automatic, so I don't mm-hmm. have to do anything with that. Um, and most of the time when the parents pick up or drop off, they go ahead and talk to me about any concerns or anything like that. Okay. So automate, delegate mm-hmm. and take time for yourself. Yep. Yeah. I like those. Those are also hard things to do. We're all learning to do that. The automation is nice because we either got the hub or bright wheel, or once you figure out your billing and all that, that's, that's kind of, it takes a little bit to get set up and used to, but that, that you, that's kind of easily doable. The delegating is kind of something you have to learn. And Joy talks Mm -hmm. about that stepping back. And when you find something that's not your strength, passing it to someone who's, whose strength it is, that's really hard for me to do. That's how that was very hard for me to do. Yeah. And until somebody said, can I help you? And I'm like, no, I got this because I just had this feeling. Well, these people came to you because you are good at this. This is your program. You created it. They can't help you with that. Mm -hmm. And that's what was in my mind. And then I turned it around and I'm like, okay, they want to help. What are they good at? What are their strengths? What can they help me do? Mm -hmm. What will I allow them to do? (laughs) I guess is what... And if I could um, let somebody do the parent videos, that would Mm -hmm. be great. But I'm the teacher and they want to get to know me. So I can't like give that job to somebody else. Yeah, totally. What, what parent videos? Tell me about your parent videos. Um, no, the ones that when I get to know the family. Oh, like the interviews. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Totally. That has to be you. So how do you schedule those? I mean, you got so much Um, going on. Usually it's in the evening, um, okay. in between eight 30 and nine is when I schedule them, um, during the week. Otherwise it's before 10 AM on a Saturday or Sunday. Okay. I don't schedule anything. Like if I, even if I have, uh, interviews for local preschool, I always meet them on a Saturday or Sunday at 10 AM. So okay. I can meet the whole family. Mm, nice. Nice. Just so, because then you have that one parent that says, Oh, well, my husband wants to meet you now. Can we come back? And it's just a big, and I was like, no, everybody just come at once. That's a good and that idea. way you kind of get the feel because you that know if you don't too. like somebody when you totally. meet them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had that happen as well. That's a really good idea. I hadn't thought of that and be like, nope, just bring them all at once. Because yeah, I've had it happen. We're like, oh, my husband really wants to see the classroom. Can he step in right now? You know, and you're like, ah, why didn't you just come at the, at the yeah. first interview? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Another tip, get the whole family in at once. Do you have the same 
kids five days a week or do we have yes. some that come certain days? Uh, okay. Well, I have, I have a few that come three days a week and okay. they're different days of the week that they come. So, okay. But mostly it's around the same. So do your local kids, how many kids do you have total in that program? Um, I have 16 kids total, um, because a lot of them come eight to 12, but that I have the full-time ones that sometimes stay, uh, till four 30. Okay. Okay. And you have assistance you said with that? Oh yeah. Okay. So, so it's all you, a family business. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's so great. So how many of your family members are working with you in different capacities? Would you say? Um, everybody, but my brother. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's so great. And you're able to, I mean, that's, that's great. Gosh, I wish, I wish I could have more family involved, but they're all kind of far away and delegating is hard. Even with my husband, I want to give, you know, I want to like involve him and he's always asking what can I do to help and I just never know what you know I never know what can because I don't do all the stuff great you know like there's so yeah. many things that I struggle to get through and then I also struggle to give it to someone else to help that's mm. that was the hardest thing for me and then the second hardest thing was the me time mm-hmm. I didn't schedule that in until somebody told me that's the first thing that you have to do yeah, yeah, totally. And that was like a big fear when I was pregnant. I mean, even before I got pregnant, forgetting pregnant is like having kids and I'm going to have zero me time left because that's what I hear so much from parents. And I hear so, like so many moms and I'm on all the moms groups and they're always saying, you know, like I have no me time. I feel like I'm, I'm not even myself. And that was like such a big fear that I internalized. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to tell my husband all the time, like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to lose myself and I'm not going to. And now I, I'm, I make sure to do that, like that voice acting class. That's just for me. And three hours a week, I'm going out and doing it, you know, and and he has his things that he makes sure that he loves to do. And we make sure that we do that, because if you don't, then you're just grinding, grinding, grinding yeah. until you're like ground down. Yeah, <laughs> not really. That hurts everybody and all your relationships, too. It does. Yeah. Oh man, you got some good nuggets of info there, Valerie. <laughs> Thank you for sharing all your little nuggets. I love, I love, I love when I see a comment from Valerie. I'm like, oh, that's awesome on the All Stars page. And thank you so much for giving us this update from, you know, nine months. You got 97 kids to 350 kids. That's just yeah. so awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> you can do it, All Stars. Be like Valerie, right? <laughs> find your niche. <laughs> Take your alone time, delegate, get to know your families. These are all great, great pieces of information so we can all succeed in this journey. And I wish you all the best of luck. Go take some me time, girl. (laughs) You too. (laughs) If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool. And I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.